With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. Big week down at Tigerland, Flashman. I know you've been very interested about what's been happening in the yellow and black. So I'm allowing you a small period of time to ask whatever you would like about the Tigers. So far away. Well, you know how much I love Titch. Well, don't call him Titch. Shedder. 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 That's the first myth we can debunk. Uh, in what yeah, is today's... Tell it, why is that, by the way? I'd love to know. Well, I think Robert Walsh called him Titch after another um, a player, maybe Robert might have played with back in the uh, early days, who was uh, a very skinny young player as well. Uh, when Shane Lewis came through, Titch. he said Titch. Anyway. No, but I think Shane doesn't like Titch, so <laughs> Shedder. Okay. This is the, we're, we're doing Mythbusters Tasmania today. <laughs> good, good. Where we're, we're testing things, we're busting myths, and we're looking forward to having Colin well. Carter on the show later on. But... The first myth we can bust is Shane does not well, like being called Titch. So Shedder, well, Shedder's well, 300th this week. What I remember about Shedder is um, at your wedding, firstly, when he was at the front row of the mosh pit for um, <laughs> the, all of my set. But apart from that, uh, what does he mean to you? He's 300th this week. He is an absolute legend on and off the field, isn't he? Yeah, no, look, he's, he's certainly an on-field icon um, and uh, been a, a very good player for a long time, a very underrated player. And yes. it's, you nearly get sick of saying, oh, Shane Edwards is underrated, but he is genuinely underrated. I'm, I'm extremely proud of um, what he's done for, for our football club. The one thing that he's shown up when we've needed him, Flashman, that's, that's the big thing. So yes. AFL Grand Finals, I think he got two, uh, two Norm Smith votes in 2017, had 25 touches, seven clearances. Four, uh, four votes in 2020 uh, yeah. um, and had 25 and, and was instrumental in helping helping us get back in the game along with Dustin um, when we beat Geelong. And 2019, he had some really big moments. A, a huge moment. We had a massive body clash with uh, Jacob Hopper, yes. I think it was. And that's the thing that... Like a lot of people see the, uh, now see the nice things with Shane, the, the good handball, really silky. He's genuinely tough, like and tough, and throws what what is a not a large frame. Um, it's still sort of maybe maybe seventy five, eighty kilos. Not a, not a big frame in AFL stands, but he will throw his body round and collide with players uh, and and hit them flush too. Like good solid bumps. So um, we we look forward to Sunday for him. Obviously, it's a big game for the football club. Only the fifth player in the history of Richmond's. Um, Richmond's 13 premierships and arguably 1,200, uh, 1200 players to have played the game. He will become only the fifth player to play 300 games, which is very exciting. I remember uh, a few years ago, and you and I were talking, and um, a, a young bloke called Kane Lambert was just rookied out mm. of Williamstown. And I reckon I was the first person on the phone to you because I was a cheerleader, having called him um, a few times and watched him previously in his role at the Northern Blues, etc., and couldn't believe he couldn't get a gig. Well, I don't think any of us would have saw the career that Kane had with your mob, and he retired this week. Um, tell us about him. 
Uh, well, I think he's been. He's those two. Uh, Kane Lambert. We'll speak about Kane solely first. Um, unbelievable human being um, has got everything out of him. So he's got to a point now, unfortunately, where he's got a debilitating hip injury. Where um, I'm not sure if you saw the the footage of him during the week, but he spoke about in his retirement speech the fact that he's got the hip of a 65 year old. So, so I think as soon as possibly the season's done, he's still fulfilling a role for us. He's actually um, moved into that mindfulness space that um, I know Emma Murray's had such a big influence on it at our football club. But uh, uh, sorry, um, Kane's fit, fitting into that role nicely now. Um, he'll have to have like a full hip replacement. So he'll be in, I know now they can do like 3D imaging and, and get the exact version of his hip and recreate it for him so that he can get some some quality of life back, not being able to tie his shoes and, and do simple things like that. But somehow this year he still managed to play a handful of games and just grind it through, which I think is just the ultimate toughness and, and gave himself every opportunity to get back this year. And, and, of course, a lot of players held out hope because they know how important he is. And so important to, to Shane Edwards and the way Shane Edwards plays the game as well. I actually got sent a stat during the week, Flashman, that um, handball metres gained by handballing through 2017 to, to, to 2020. Shane Edwards is top of the pops, 4,492 4, metres gained by handball. Then Mitch Duncan... Is next at two thousand eight hundred, so two thousand, uh, so one thousand six hundred meters difference in handball. And then Kane Lambert, who had an injury injury riddled time through that, he sits seventh at two thousand three hundred eighty seven meters game by handball. So the the way those two work together uh, and played the game together, it's it's and I know Shane's been under the pump a little bit at the start of this year with his form. It's actually no. Um, no, uh, I mean, reason why they're not going uh, going so well there. That the fact that Shane had a poor start of the season because Kane wasn't playing. So it is a big week for for the Tigers this this week. Flash though, because um, we know that we do have the three hundredth of Shane Edwards, and of course, you always like to send the retirees out. But um, it's been a bit of Richmond killing Richmond, and um, a bit of the old Richmondy, unfortunately for for us. We've we've had um, the Gold Coast game, which we clearly should have won. Um, then we had the North Melbourne, and of course the draw against uh, against the Dockers last Friday night. We need to rectify it this week, uh, which is a which is a big one for us. How's this happened? These close losses. This has been it's because it's been everything that your club hasn't done the last five or six years. You've always won those games. Yeah, it's a bit. It's a bit it's a, well, I suppose it's a learning curve that um, when you focus on different things, and unfortunately, you take the spotlight away from certain parts of your game. And, and for us, it's just getting back to the fundamentals of our DNA of defence. So uh, it's been really disappointing, and, and we would like to have not learnt any of these lessons over the last three weeks because we would like to have been on top of them and, and be 10 points clearer than where we are and where we sit at the moment outside of the eight in, in 10th position. But... That is the story of life and the story of AFL football is that sometimes it takes uh, a, a little clip or it takes a period of, of of heartache to move through and become a better side. So we look at uh, probably the two Noahs last week in the, uh, and what they've faced at the end of the game. Clearly Noah Cumberland took a mark with uh, well, possibly not even a second left and, and, and could have had a shot from 55 to, to score and win the game for us. And Noah Bolter... Um, Unfortunately, it takes 31 seconds and gets chased down when, when having a shot late. But you, you, you learn from these little things. You move on. Um, whilst they still hurt, they are a heartache. 
you've got to take them as learning lessons. So uh, it all happens this week. Brisbane at the MCG. Oh, Brisbane at the MCG. Game. Big game, big game. They've been under the pump a little bit too. Um, and they haven't played at the G for a long time. They haven't won at the G for a long time as well. So uh, certainly a big game for both clubs. Huge game. Tom Lynch back? Yep, Tom Lynch will be back this week. So awesome. he's fit and firing. Um, I think he'll probably be maybe the only person that comes back in. Fortunately, uh, we're still waiting on Dustin to see where he's at. Just a little few niggles with his hammy, but he seems to be back on track and, and moving well, which is exciting for the Tigers fans out there. And as I mentioned, uh, we're looking to a big crowd on on Sunday at the MCG, not only for obviously what is an important game for football club uh, to, to get a win and, and hopefully get back into that top eight and get into finals contention, but to um, to cheer on Shane Edwards in his 300th game and and give Kane Lambert the send-off that he deserves. Tell me about Gimmers League, please. They have gone bananas at G. Sorry, Flashman, go with that one, I missed it. Tell me about Dimmers week this week. He's... <laughs> I would love to be in there. Well, it, it, you know what happened? Poor old young Ryan Mansfield, Mansell, sorry, the young Tassie boy Ryan Mansell. He got whacked? He got whacked. He, I don't know he got whacked. He sort of got bumped in the back and just happened to be in front of the coach. And, and look, this is this is what people that care about people do. They stuck up, they stuck up for him. And um, I think Jared Waitley made the point at AFL 360 that this just isn't, it isn't at local footy where it can boil over and um, next thing you know, you've got parents yelling at each other. This is, this is a professional level of, uh, of football where... Um, players and coaches stick stick up for each other. That that's that yep, sort of separates it. it from from the uh, angry parents sort of syndrome, which can happen uh, at local football and at, and at junior football. So, no, look, I think um, I think Damien will always go in, and Dim will always go in to to back up his boys, and and that's one thing that we are very appreciative of.